0: This is The Daniel Geffen Show, and now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen.
1: Hey everyone, it's Daniel Geffen again. Um, I didn't produce an episode yesterday. Uh, I was pretty much preoccupied with dealing with my car. Uh, So pretty much my wife calls me up in the morning. She says that the car won't start and I'm like oh man okay so I get to the car and it's one of these new cars with like the smart push button like you know electric and all that stuff and we don't know how we don't know what to do right so we get the cables the battery cables and we try to attach the battery cables to another car and we get the battery working but then the car didn't recognize the key fob because there's like an electrical whatever problem, and so of course I called up the car dealership uh, to fix the issue, and the car dealership tells me to call up a towing company to tow the car to them, and I said, well, why do I need to tow the car to you? Why don't you just send a technician like come to me and fix the issue? And they're like, no, that's not how it works. You know, you need to get towing company. So I'm like, okay, well, what towing company do I use? And they said, well, your insurance probably covers it. So I called up my insurance and then they gave me the number for the towing company. And I called up the towing company and the towing company came. And then the guy says to me, I can't tow your car because I can't get it into neutral, because to get into neutral, you need to get the car on and the electric thing doesn't work. So we can't put it into neutral. And so they left. And then I get a call from the towing company basically telling me that they're going to charge me because I cancelled the service with them. And I said, I didn't cancel a service with you. you got, your guy came, couldn't do anything, and then he left. And they said, yeah, well, that's, that's our policy. It's like you cancelled the service, and so you have to pay. And your insurance doesn't cover that. I'm like, no, that's, in, that's insane. Like, you need to come and tow my car. And they said, well, we can't tow your car because... We don't know how to deal with the electrical thing. You need to call up your dealership, and I said, "Well, I called up my dealership. What, what, what do you mean? Like what?" So I call up the dealership again, and then the dealership tells me, "No, they don't know what they're talking about. They need to tow your car." So I'm like, "Well, how do I get it into neutral?" They, I need it, I need it in neutral in order for them to move it. And they're like, "Well, I don't know. They should be able to do that." Anyway, so then I start fiddling around with it. I start going on YouTube and like watching these different videos and how to. It's like. This is literally now like two three in the afternoon like the day is like i've spent hours and hours and hours dealing with this and finally i managed to somehow get into neutral so i called back the towing company and they said we're not going to come unless you pay for the cancellation and i'm like but i didn't cancel it your guy came he didn't know what to do and he left doesn't matter we're not sending we're not sending you the towing that went towing guy until you pay so i take out my credit card i'm like fine whatever you know what can i do i pay it the guy comes and in the meantime i call up the dealership and i said to the dealership look i need a car i've got like four kids my wife's eight months pregnant um we need to have a car like you know i need to i need to get around and they said well you know we can give you a rental car in the meantime um, so I said, okay, great. Wonderful. So I call up the rental car company and I told them, Hey, you know, there's a reservation. Um, Daniel Geffen, uh, when can I come pick up the car? They said, you can come pick it up today. And I said, great. You have like a seven seater. And he said, no, 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 um, the account, the dealership said that we can only give you a small car. I'm like, what, what do you mean a small car? I need, I need to fit four kids. You know, I need a car seat in there, we have we're a family of six. And he said, Well I'm sorry you just call a dealership, so I <laughs> called back the dealership. And <laughs> the dealership tells me, I'm sorry, but under the policy we can only give you a small we can only give you a small car to rent. And I said, But I don't understand I bought a an eight seater car off you. So why would you give me a small four seater car? As a replacement, that doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, sir, that's our policy. Okay, so now I go and I have to pick up this small car, which I don't know how we're going to fit our family in, but I figure, whatever, at least we'll have a car. So I went there, and there was like one person serving, so it took about an hour and a half to finally get the car. And as I'm driving the rental car back home, my wife calls me out and tells me that the towing guy came again i'm like great great did he tow the car and she said no i'm like why she said well he looked at the situation and said that um even though it's in neutral he still can't move the car because of the handbrake or something like that and and you can't remove the handbrake because it's an elec- electric car whatever and and you need to the dealership needs to come and, and sort it out and i'm like you've got to be kidding me this is <laughs> this is getting crazy so i called up the, the dealership At this point it was six o'clock in the evening and the dealership now is closed and no one answers the call. So I've still got my car sitting there in the driveway basically, you know, doing nothing. Um, This morning I called up the dealership. They sent someone. The guy managed to magically turn on the car. It's like he made it look like it was a joke. Like he got in the car, pressed a few buttons, boom, the car came on. So then he says to me, it must be that you need to replace the battery of the car. Um, so you need to drive it to the dealership, and then we'll replace the battery. I'm like, okay, great. I get in the car, I drive it to the dealership. It's about 30 minutes away. I'm here now. It's almost 2 in the afternoon. I've been here since, since uh, 11 this morning. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting about 3 hours so far just to replace a battery I'm not sure what they're doing and then literally like a couple of minutes ago the guy comes to me and says did you know you need to service your car because you know you've you've got 60,000 kilometers on the car and so you need a service it needs a service I'm like okay well you know how much is service going to cost and he gives me like this bill it's like I'm like are you kidding me (laughs) dude just just fix the car like (laughs) replace the battery Give me my car back so I can go home and get on with my life. And the reason why I'm sharing this though is that throughout this whole like situation, I just like I stayed calm. Like I didn't lose it. I didn't get angry. I just kept telling myself like this is not a big deal. Like it's not a big deal. And you know, when I sat with my wife last night, we were talking about how, you know, thank God. This is what we're dealing with. Like, thank God it's just a car issue. Thank God it's not a health issue. Thank God it's not, you know, so many people suffer from so many things in the world. And when it comes to something like a car, like just not having a car or the car doesn't work well, you know, people complain about, you know, the Wi-Fi service isn't fast enough. And, you know, oh, I ran out of battery on my phone. Or, you know, someone cut me off on the street, you know, while I was driving or, you know, just like things like that. Just thank, just be thankful that that's what you have to deal with. Like, whatever, whatever I dealt with yesterday doesn't come close to, you know, the situations, the type of suffering that people endure. Um, And so... uh, Look, you know, my grandfather is is a prime example of this. You know, yesterday was uh, his Memorial Day. He passed away um, a number of years ago yesterday um, at the age of 82. He was a a Holocaust survivor. He was in uh, 18 18 concentration camps and three death marches. He was shot and buried alive at one point. Um, His whole family was massacred. His his parents his siblings he was hung twice he literally went through hell at the age of 13 years old and he came out and survived and rebuilt himself and he always smiled he was always smiling and he was always helping people and giving and he lived a life of service and you know whenever I feel like complaining about something I try to think of him and I try to think of the fact that there's no one like no one can even imagine what he went through and yet he still managed to smile and he still managed to live a life of service and you know and that, that's that's what's important you know sometimes the universe or if you want to call you know I, I believe in God you know I believe that God sends us tests challenges to see how we cope with it and how do we deal with it like if you don't have a life of challenge then you can't have purpose and meaning you can't have a purposeful and meaningful life without challenges we've got to have challenges so for me i'd much prefer to have you know the challenge of a car that uh, that breaks down and doesn't work than you know all the other challenges that that could happen and anyway, i thought i'd like to share that with you guys today and uh, i hope you all have an incredible day and uh, be blessed